Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I'm your host, Christina Slater, and today we are joined by head coach of Cut and Conquer Fitness, Brittany Burgess. Today, we are going to be talking about the difference between physical strength and mental strength and why continuing to develop your mental toughness is essential for long-term progress in life and especially in your fitness journey. We are going to be giving you guys some practical action steps that you can use to cultivate mental strength within yourself and continue to improve your discipline and ultimately why mental strength can make or break your progress. Life is freaking crazy. And there's days you're going to wake up and you're not going to want to work out. You're not going to want to, you know, do the meal prepping. You're not going to even, you know, you just, you don't even want to go to work. You just want to stay in bed. And that's where our mental strength comes in to pull you out of that and push you forward when those days do get hard, because it's not always going to be easy. And, you know, being physically tough is not going to pull you out of those circumstances. No, absolutely not. And we don't want to take away credit from people who are physically tough because that is awesome. And I know a lot of people work really, really hard to build up their physical strength. But at the end of the day, like when it comes to long-term success in fitness and in life, our physical strength will really only take you so far. Because like Brittany just said, life is going to get hard. You unfortunately are not going to go through life and not have a single obstacle pop up in your path. And life, life will test you. There's usually when you, it's like you're in such good momentum, you're feeling so good, you're doing so well. Yeah. And then that's when life just like smacks you in the face. And if you don't have the discipline and the mental toughness to be able to dig in and overcome yeah. that obstacle, it's going to push you off. Oh yeah. It's, you know, life and I, it's every day there's something, <laughs> there's going to be something. It's not easy. And it's something I find too, with mental toughness, it's exactly the same as being um, physically tough. It's something you have to work on consistently. Like it's not something that, you know, you're going to be good at and okay, perfect. I'm not going to have to work on it anymore. I'm good at it. Like, nope, it's something you, you have to do for the rest of your life. 100%. And it's, it's definitely maybe that like we're all, we all have different personalities and maybe we can argue that some people are more inclined to be more or less mentally tough than others. But like Brittany just said, it's not something where you can just say, oh, I'm not a mentally strong person, so I can't do this. Because when when you're born, you're a baby. You you don't (laughs) know any different. You don't know if you're mentally tough or physically tough or anything, right? So it is just like any skill out there. It's a skill that you can develop. You could literally be like the most mentally weak person (laughs) on the planet right now, but you can improve that. And I've heard people say like, I can't do it. Like I, you know, it's, I can't do it. I can't be mentally tough. I can't do it. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's not in me. It's not my personality. Well, like you just said, no, like everyone is capable of it. Absolutely. Everybody is capable. It's just like, everyone is capable of being physically strong. You just have to put the work in for it. Yep. 
And this, this is actually something I was thinking about the other day and it connects very nicely with this, but I used to be, especially, I mean, I feel like all teenagers are kind of like this, but even like in university, I was very closed-minded to certain things. And I thought like, oh, I'm just this way. Like, this is just who I am. And the example that I was recently thinking about was, so everyone who, who knows me, if you've been listening to podcasts for a while, or if you're a client, you know that sleep is my biggest issue for sure. And (laughs) I used to, and this has been a problem for me since I was like seven years old, like for sure. It's been like ongoing for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I used to like really dislike it when people would say like, I used to not be a morning person, but I changed that. And I was like, there's no way you change that. You're a morning person or you're not a morning person. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> but honestly, as much as I want to believe that, because that would just give me an excuse to be like, that's why yeah. I can't go to bed on time. And that's why I don't like waking up on time. But I, it's not true. It's not. If you want something, if you want it bad enough, and if you have a strong enough purpose and a strong enough why, you will find a way. And you can literally become whatever person you want to become. I've oh, yeah. seen people, clients and, and colleagues and people that we know go from literally like living on the streets doing drugs to highly successful individuals running their own companies, working for big companies, making amazing money, doing amazing things with their physique in the gym and like completely transform as long as you have a strong enough why and the mental resiliency to keep going. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's you nailed it. That was perfect. (laughs) I totally agree with that. It's honestly... And I've seen people and, you know, close friends, family, same thing. Like if you really want it, you can do it. <laughs> like when people say, and like what you were saying, like it really just ends up being your excuse why you can't do it. Like, no, I can't. Like I am it's strictly, I'm a morning person. Nope. There's no friggin' way. Like I'm not getting up early in the morning to work out. There's no way. And then, you know, I work really late. And oh, I, I can't get my workout in. Like, I just, I can't work out. I just, I can't do it. I can't wake up in the morning. Well, actually you can wake up early in the morning before work to do it. You just, you have to want to do it. And like you said, your why has to be your reason. 1000%. I remember, and again, this is kind of like a, a simple explanation. We could go so much deeper, but even back like in when I was competing for the second time, I remember being like, there's no way that I can wake up before work. That's when I worked in office, like an office job. And there's like, I'm like, I already, I start work at like 6am. There's no way I can get up and do cardio in the morning before that. Like, there's no way, but I, I would, I would just get up at three and do it. Like that's how bad I wanted it. Exactly. The show is great and fantastic. And I respect everyone who competes so, 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 so much, but like most people's purposes are deeper than just getting on stage. Most people's oh, purpose yeah. have to do with their family, their life, their yep. health. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. If it's important to you, you can find a way. You'll do it. And I was actually just thinking about that when you were talking bodybuilding and competing is actually a really good example of physical and mental toughness because of course it takes physical <laughs> toughness for sure to do it, but it is really like, and you would know a hundred percent, it is mental toughness for sure, especially near the end. Yes, absolutely. And even like the the mental toughness required to stick to the, the discipline nutrition and the discipline programming, absolutely. But even more than that is the discipline required to put yourself through those grueling months yep. just to be on stage for a couple minutes. Because- yep. Even if you win your show, you don't get any 
money. You don't get anything. All you get, like you have to be doing it for you. You have to have a deep enough purpose that is going to keep you focused and pushing forward. Which goes for everything, not just competing in bodybuilding. Like this goes for absolutely everybody, no matter what your goals are, no matter what you want to do, where you want your physique to be, where absolutely anything, it goes with everybody. Totally. Absolutely. Even even if you're just someone who's starting a, a fitness program, this morning we were discussing this as well. We have a ton, ton, ton of clients who work shift work, probably like 60 to 70% of our clients oh, work yeah. shift work. Yeah. And most of our listeners probably also work shift work. And it's a challenge, man. Like you're working yeah. 12 to 15 hours, you're gone, you're taking a bus to site or you're traveling, you're working night shifts. That shit is not easy. No, it's not easy at all. But it's so very possible to still make progress. It's going to require a combination of physical and mental strength, but even more mental than physical. Oh, definitely. Um, Shift work. I've never worked shift work before, but um, I know just experience growing up. My dad worked shifts. I know a bunch of people that work shifts. All, Of course, like like you said, like I feel like 60 to 70% of our clients work shifts. It is crazy. And shout out, kudos to all of them doing it and doing their fitness journey because it is, it's not hard. Uh, sorry. It's not easy. It's friggin' hard. And yeah. I have clients that are working out at night shift on their break at three 30 in the morning in like their office or whatever, wherever they are. Like that is friggin' crazy to me. Like that's, that's amazing. Like they want that. They want this so bad that they're doing that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Again, I think the, the, most key thing to take away when we're talking about mental strength and mental toughness is like the ability to keep going. That is really what separates the elite from the average. It really, really is like that ability to keep going no matter what's happening, no matter how high or how low your motivation is, no matter what is going on in your life, that ability to just keep putting in the work. And we, again, we don't mean, of course, there's a variety of people we're speaking to right now, all the way up to like an elite bodybuilder to a very beginner. There's going to be different levels of what keeping going means for you. Keeping going for one person might mean maintaining your six times a week training regimen. But for another person, keeping going might mean working out two or three times a week. But what's most important is that you do keep going, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. And you make it your like your lifestyle. It's something that you're going to have to do forever. Like it's not a short-term thing. You have to look at it as a, like it's long-term it's for the long haul and you just got to push forward. Yep. Yep. And we've had clients who have literally had the most traumatic shit go down in their life. We've had people with family members who die. And I know that that sounds extreme, but it happens. And some of those people they keep going. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they don't handle their mental health and they just focus on fitness, but they stay consistent and they do the minimum to get the maximum results. And then they get back into the groove. And then we have clients and people, and I see people like this in the real world who have a tiny, tiny little unfortunate event happen in their life. And yeah. they say, fuck everything. And everything goes to shit. <laughs> yeah. And then no, we have those true. mentally tough people who are willing to grind it out and willing to stay consistent and willing to put in the work when their fucking house burns down, literally, like I'm not joking. People's houses burn down. They don't miss a workout. They don't miss their morning routine. Like that, that's the difference between mentally strong and mentally weak. Yes. I totally, I couldn't have said it better myself. It's a hundred percent. And it's, it's bad to say, but it, it is like, 
clients that are, are, you know, pushing themselves through the tough times, these are the clients, these are the people that are seeing the results that are seeing the progress that are fucking killing it. Right. Like these there, and it's we just going back to kind of what we were talking about. Not only are they physically strong, you know, but they are so mentally strong. Some of these clients, the stuff they've gone through, I can't even believe it. And they're still crushing their workouts and they're still killing their nutrition. And I'm like, man, like you're, you're amazing. Like that's killer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you don't have to be perfect to be mentally tough. Um, in fact, I think being taking action over perfection is more mental toughness than trying to be perfect because not all the time, but often when we're striving for that perfection, it's so easy to get discouraged. Yeah. The perfection thing, as long as you're focusing on your progress, not so much as your perfection, you're, it's definitely gonna be much better on your mental health for sure. When we focus on that perfection aspect of things, that's where stuff kind of gets sticky because perfection, I feel like just doesn't exist. I don't even care who you are, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it just, it doesn't exist. So really just focusing on that progress and moving forward, that's, you know, when you're going to see your results and it's much less taxing on your mental health. Absolutely. 100% agree. All right. So our listeners are sitting here listening to us talk about how important it is. So let's give them some tips on what they can do to continue to develop their own mental strength, because we can always improve no matter how mentally strong we are, we can always work on it. So I'll start us off with the first tip and then you can go into yours. Yeah. So I think one really important thing when you are working on cultivating some more mental strength in yourself is getting used to the feeling of being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because of course we don't like to feel discomfort. Like it's not a fun experience. But if you shy away from it every time that discomfort creeps in, every time that you like you give in because you're having a craving. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's there's more to it than just saying no. Of course, there's a whole mental, there's a physiological aspect. But when we're talking about strictly mental toughness and you're you're getting uncomfortable because you're a little bit hungry. Well, if yeah. you're dieting, if you're in a calorie deficit, you're probably going to be a little bit hungry. Like get oh, yeah. used to the feeling. It's not going to kill you. No, it's um, going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a difference as well as well between being starving and being yes, hungry. and being hungry. <laughs> um, so getting used to being uncomfortable, getting used to that feeling in the gym when you want to stop, but you just keep going. Because the more you can practice that, the better it's going to get, and the more familiar discomfort is going to be. So we want to practice leaning into that feeling, sitting in discomfort, because you're going to realize that it's okay. You're going to realize that it really isn't as bad as you think it is. And you'll be able to continue to progressively push yourself harder and harder. So tip number one is to make comfort become your discomfort. So anytime you're not pushing yourself, anytime you're just kind of floating around doing the the bare minimum, that is what you want to feel uncomfortable with. Almost think of like, I was just thinking of this, like while you were talking, I guess, like kind of think of it as um, like your willpower and your discipline are almost like muscles and they need to be flexed and then they need to be relaxed to grow. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, You just can't, you can't force yourself to break through resistance one time 
and then expect yourself to have just that real discipline. You're good to go, whatever you got to really just, you have to exercise this muscle, right. That we're talking about on a consistent basis to see the progress you want to see. That's so good. I love that. All right. Um, tip two, Brittany, is that, what's your tip two? Um, tip two. So this is something that I am still working on every single day. (laughs) I'm really bad at it, but is letting go of your need for validation and external approval. Um, Start recognizing your unique internal value. Just you. Don't worry about the external, what everyone else is thinking and looking for validation. When you're constantly seeking approval from others, you become, it's exhausting. <laughs> you become, you know, and stubborn and inflexible. And, and like I said, it's just, it's tiring when you're constantly looking at, you know, for approval and validation from these external sources, that's going to prevent this real mental strength that we're trying to focus on, which involves, you know, being adaptable to ever-changing things going on, honor your unique qualities, uh, by being proud of the value you provide to others. You are literally enough. <laughs> I love that so much. And I'm actually working on some episode notes for podcast episode about relationships. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be talking about. And I love it. And it's so true. Like, not just with mental strength, but with everything. If you are pouring your energy into into so many other things or other things that aren't relevant or things that are toxic or things that are not helping either you or someone else, you're going to be drained. And no matter how mentally or physically strong you are, you're not going to be able to continue to grow as a person because you're going to be empty. You're going to be feeling burnt out. And that alone is is brutal. <laughs> exactly. And I'm, like I just said, I, I, I'm, you know, working on that myself. I've definitely gotten a lot better, but you know, I was there to the point where I was just, I was doing it so, so much and like, it's exhausting and you know, you don't get anywhere. And like you were saying, it's, it's a perfect description, but you end up feeling like empty. <laughs> yeah. So I think another really good way to say that is basically like a sign of mental strength isn't necessarily working yourself to death. Like a sign of mental strength is knowing your limits and knowing your boundaries and when to push harder and when to pull back. Yep. I love that. That's such a good one. All right. So my next tip, tip number three, this one, it kind of does connect with that last one. And that is to practice control. So. Yeah, controlling specifically your thoughts and your emotions. Because Ooh, if you yeah, that is good. <laughs> controlling them, but also like allowing yourself to feel them. I'm not saying like shut them off. Even if you think of every bad decision you've ever made in your life, it's usually due to a feeling. It's usually due to an emotion. Yeah. It's usually due to I don't want to do this to this person because I care about them. I don't want to do this because this person is gonna get mad at me. I don't like this because I'm feeling jealous. This person pissed me off because of this. We never usually make a bad decision based off logic or anything other than human emotion, right? And that's part of being human. But we want to practice controlling our thoughts and our emotions because it's so easy to let them take over. And then everything that we're working for, all of our logic, all of those behaviors that we practiced um, the healthy behaviors, they just like go out the window. Yeah. So identifying your own emotional triggers, because we all have them. So just 
acknowledging the fact that we do all have them. We're human. If you get triggered about something, that's okay. But identify it so that you can work on improving it. And then when you identify those, you can also start to expect when you might have a slip up and you'll be able to put strategies in place. They're going to allow you to stay on track. Yeah. No, that's great. (laughs) Control is a good one. All right. Tip number four. This one is, yeah. So this one is like nothing like super crazy. It's nice and easy. This is something that I do every day. So you think about creating a routine of reflection on how you're growing and how you're changing as a person. So, you know, three ways that you can do this and like how kind of I do it as well. So schedule time to really sit down and reflect on your personal professional growth, absolutely anything, right? And, you know, that can include journaling, setting and tracking goals. They do not have to be huge goals. My goals are, I make very small goals and, you know, regardless of which method you're going to choose, commit to, you know, like a month of doing it and then commit to like two or three months of doing it. And then I guarantee that your perception and the way you see yourself and others will change a hundred percent. I find when I write stuff down and I see it and I create almost like a timeline, a routine of how I'm growing and where I want to see myself and my vision, it becomes a lot easier for my mindset and my mental health. Oh, I love that. So good. And so powerful too. Yeah. It's really easy to get caught up in life and kind of forget about how far we've come, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's something that's like so easy. Like take five to 10 minutes before you go to bed or five to 10 minutes whenever you, it doesn't even have to be before bed. Like you do whenever you have five to 10 minutes, write it down, have it on a piece of paper. Like I just find when you write stuff down, it just makes it easier. You can, yeah, you can think of all this stuff, but just we have so much going on in our heads. I know I do. (laughs) So, I find when I write stuff down and create like this um, timeline for myself, not even like a timeline, just kind of like my, a routine and like how, where I see myself, where I want to be, these small goals. And, and then I check in on myself and then, you know, I'll do it again in the next two or three months, see how I'm doing. And it's just, it's, it's game changing for myself. I honestly think that writing things down is so powerful and so important as we've talked about before with a lot of our clients too, working through something in your head, whether it's like something good or something bad is very complicated, you know? So So we can't (laughs) even do like simple math problems in our head most of the time. So if you can't even add like 16 plus four plus eight minus 10 in your head, like how are you going to work through your life's goals in your head, you know? And putting it down on paper, actual paper, not phone paper, like actual no, paper. Don't do your phone. I, no, go old school. Like pretend we're like in like old school here. Okay. Go get yourself a piece of paper. If you want, you can use, you know, some, some feathers and some ink. You know, if you want to go that far into it, but honestly, write it down, like write it, do not type it out, write it down with your own handwriting. I do find that that is more powerful. It, it literally brings it to life. It brings it into the real world. Yes, I love it so much. I do. We, I do have some clients who really, really prefer electronic, and that's fine if yeah. that's your thing. But like, I personally am like pen and paper for oh, yeah. for that type of work. When I'm working on like my own self, if I'm doing work or like that kind of thing, I'm more computer. But journaling, like, I like the real journal in my hand. <laughs> it's same with no, and I get it. I'm the same way, and like, it goes for like this is totally off topic, but it's kind of the same thing, like. Like I love reading. I love books and I don't understand how people can read a book on like those Kindles. 
(laughs) I don't get it. Like I need the book. I just feel like the point of like me taking downtime off of my phone and limiting my screen time. Like, I just don't want to pick up another screen. You know what I mean? I do. And I know a lot of our clients are huge into actual books too. But for me, I don't even know how someone could read a book. (laughs) Oh my God. So funny. I like a little extreme though. Like I like the smell of books. So it's like super fucking weird. Um, I am like 1000% audiobook. I cannot sit down and read a book for the life of me. There's no way. I cannot. I've done the audiobooks, and I, which I like, like I'll do them, like if I'm commuting or if I'm driving anywhere, or like I'm just like around the house cleaning, listening or whatever. But I do love sitting down at nighttime with a nice book, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, you know, <laughs> you don't freaking know. But I try to read a book. Do it. I should try. Cause I honestly, I made like this deal with myself, which was like super silly. And like, I don't even know why I made this deal. But like when I was finished university, I was like, I'm never reading another book in my life. <laughs> oh my and I've, I've, read, I've read snippets of books since then, but yeah. I've not read a full book since like 2017, probably. That's incredible. <laughs> honestly, do it. Like pick something just super like easy. Like it can even be like a uh, absolutely anything, just like a nice, simple, easy book. I just read it. <laughs> that I challenge you to that. That's what I'm challenging you. You have the rest of the year. <laughs> okay, maybe I should buy a book because I'm there actually go. I'm going to Newfoundland and we're going to be on a plane and in an airport for like a billion hours. So oh maybe I should buy a book. Reading on the plane is my favorite thing to do because I don't like looking at a screen on the plane. It oh, makes me feel me kind of sick. neither. No, and I don't like it. So I I just read. So and it honestly passes the time so quickly. Sometimes I even read when I'm like on like the treadmill or the stairmaster. <laughs> I've, I've I used to do that at university and there's actually a bunch of studies I can't remember who now but that show that you will retain information better when you are learning and being active at the same time. Oh wow. And the crazy thing is is I okay so I I hated university and I took a ton of courses in like econ and political science. And I still remember the articles that I read on the treadmill. I don't See, remember amazing from like five years of university, but I do remember the ones I read on the treadmill. <laughs> That's actually so great. Yeah. I'm the weirdo at the gym with the book. <laughs> I just picking a book out of my gym bag. Like, <laughs> like what? That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go on to our next tip. I think this is tip six. Uh, or the fifth we- or the sixth, something around <laughs> there. One of them. <laughs> oh yeah, we're on the, I think we're on the sixth now. Anyways, yeah. Um, this one again, super simple. It is just breathe. So it kind of connects with the controlled one, but when we are stressed out, when we're overwhelmed, when we're feeling anxious, the first thing that changes, whether you feel it or not, is going to be your breathing. Okay. Yeah. And if you can practice controlling your breathing, it's going to become easier and easier to control other things like your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your behaviors. So bring it back to your breath. There is a reason why like yoga and meditation and all those types of things always um, get you to connect to your breath. And it's, it's like it's the center of your being. So if you can calm down your breath in the midst of turmoil when you are feeling when your legs are on fire at the gym and you're like want to give up 
if you're at home at night and you're like have skipped the dishes about to tap order on your phone um, and you just like get super caught up in it because I've been that person you guys have listened probably to my own journey on the podcast like I used to binge eat and you get in that place in your head where nothing matters and you're just like in this crazy mode and it's just like eat 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 and that's all you can think about and you know it's not helpful and you know it's not rational but you can't stop Stop, and if you can just breathe just focus on your breath, calm your breathing down, you will bring back that mental strength and you will bring back that logic and you will remember your purpose and your why. And it will really help you stay on track. Yeah. Like my, so my, like my last tip kind of was essentially like that. So it really is. So, you know, breathing and really make sure you're scheduling downtime to relax and appreciate the present moment that we're in. And that includes breathing. <laughs> like yes. it's not so simple and so silly, but it's huge. Like I find myself when I'm feeling overwhelmed or anxious or anything like that, I focus on my breath and like what's really going on and slowing it down and actually like, like listening to my breath and it helps like immensely, you know, taking time just to yourself, really taking downtime just to relax, breathe. It's going to just help integrate those emerging parts of yourself and become way more familiar with your current state that you are actually in. That one is so powerful as well. I love yours. Yours are all really, really powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Kind of like what what Brittany was just saying. And I actually, I heard this on TikTok. So this is not my thoughts here. And I'm going to try my best to make it make sense. It was a guy talking about how we, we can often get very caught up in time. And like, I don't have enough time. There's no time for this. Tomorrow, I don't have any time. And we we get very caught up in the time in a sense of what's going to happen in the future and what has happened in the past, right? Yeah. And Brittany was just kind of saying like, schedule downtime and be really present. And there was this guy on TikTok talking about how to shift your perspective on time. And he said, instead of thinking of yourself moving through time as in like tomorrow I'm going to be in the future. Yeah. Um think of time moving through you. Oh. So you are never actually going to be in the future and you were never actually in the past. You are only in the present and the past is only memories of the present and the future is only an imagined present. Wow, I just got like that was deep as shit. I got goosebumps. Did you get goosebumps? Because I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got goosebumps hundred percent. Like what is happening? <laughs> that was killer. What the crazy heck? thought? Holy, that's like a game changer, mind blown situation. Yeah. Hey, I just found that so like, it almost calmed me down because I get, yeah. I feel like you're a lot like me in the sense, Brittany, that like we get very caught up in future goals. We get very caught up in the future yeah. and planning and all of that. And mm-hmm. when I just think like, there is no, like in the night, in the most calming way, like there is no future. All I really have to yeah. worry about is optimizing right now because I'm never going to be in the future. No, it's literally imaginary at this point. <laughs> Isn't that wow. crazy? That's such a great way to look at like your life and just time. Yeah. Wow. Because time can be very scary and it can bring up so much oh, anxiety yeah. in people. And I've even found myself lately, like getting stressed out about, like I'm, I'm quite young, but like getting stressed out about getting older because I'm like, there's still so much I want to accomplish. Like yeah. there's still so much I want to do. And I think getting older is, is actually quite awesome. Like I'm, I'm not like 
oh, I don't want to be old, but I'm, I'm just like, I'm scared. I'm going to run out of time to do all these things that I want to do. You want to do. Yeah. And but if I think of it yeah. in that sense, if I'm always in the present moment and time is just moving through me, it really just makes me feel calm. <laughs> Yeah. And just like really just focusing on like today and like what you have and where you are currently at in your life, you know, will help clarify your sense of direction and make like each of your successes taste even sweeter. Oh, I like that too. You should make that into an Instagram post. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I I don't know. I don't even know where that came from. You were like on a roll there and I had goosebumps. I'm like, I'm gonna just go. (laughs) That was good. All right. Final tip. Final tip from me. This one is one of my favorites too. And this one is something that I've been practicing. And if you're my client, you know, I've been practicing this because I started doing this about probably a little over a year ago. And I do feel like it has shifted my life. Maybe not dramatically, but it's definitely shifted my life. And that is to stop saying that things are hard. Okay. Nothing is hard. You literally just haven't done it enough. And I mean it again in the nicest way possible, but like nothing is hard. You can say like, for example, swimming a certain race a certain amount of time, like, oh, that's so hard. But like Michael Phelps has done it. So it's like, it's not hard for him. It's hard for you. You just haven't done enough. You could also do it if you wanted to put in the work. And that's an extreme example. But again, saying that, and I mean, I know me and Brittany were saying like shift work is hard, but we're trying to like rationalize the fact that it doesn't have to be. Okay. Everything is hard when you start it. So shift your perspective around that. Hard is literally a made up construct. Okay. What's hard for you might not be hard for me. What's hard for literally what's hard for me is going out and talking to five people. Like that is really hard for me. Most people that's really easy for. So (laughs) I've been trying to like literally stop saying the word hard when I'm speaking to myself. So instead of saying like, this set is really hard for me, I'll be like, this set is very challenging because you can overcome a challenge. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So try to replace the word hard with challenging, especially when you're talking about yourself. Yes, that's good. I feel like I could even take a page out of that book. (laughs) It actually really makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, That I only use the word hard now when I'm trying to kind of like connect to another person's struggles, kind of like show that empathy in the sense that like, I, I understand that what you're going through is hard right now. But when I'm speaking to myself, even if the thing that's happening to me is fucking horrible, I try to look at it as just a challenge. Yeah, just a challenge. And you're going to get through it and you're going to push through it. And it's just going to make you a better person. 100%. Britt, do you have anything else to add before we end it off today? Oh, man, I think I was good. Those are some really freaking solid tips. I feel like there was some really good nuggets in there. Like we're in there. There's some gold nuggets in there, girl. (laughs) All right. So that is it for this episode. Hopefully you guys got some really good tips that you can use. You can take in your life to continue cultivating your own mental strength. And if you did get value and you want to share the podcast, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag us at Nicena at B Burgess. And tell us like what stood out to you, what tip was your favorite, how you're going to implement this into your life, or just let us know that you are listening. Thank you guys so much. We'll have everything tagged down there in the show notes, and we'll see you in the next episode. Amazing. See you guys.
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life.